welcome to the Shooting the Cube podcast presented by Heath Riles Barbecue with tips, tricks, and an inside look with some of the top pit masters in the game. Now here's your host, Heath Riles. All right, we're back for another episode of Shooting the Cube, and today, of course, we're joining my lovely wife, Candace, and we have our good friend Ryan on from Smoking Brothers up in Cape Dorado, Missouri. How are you doing today, Ryan? Doing great. Thanks for having me down here. Man, anytime. I mean, we're just still pumped about the event that, you know, just leaving Cape. That, that was an amazing event to us. Well, it was awesome seeing everyone be able to talk to the public as close as you guys were to them and let them ask you guys the questions and then see how you guys were helping out the first responders with teaching them how to do it. And that's the thing that's exciting for me because all year long I hear from the, the first responders that were involved with cooking with you guys. They told me, we learned this, we learned that. I sent him an email. He sent me one back on how to cook this. It's been awesome. Well, for everybody that don't know you and know what event we're kind of talking about, why don't you tell everybody who you are, what you do, how you got into barbecue, and kind of the event that we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Well, it all started back in 2001, um, and believe me, this is the short version. It's going to be a cliff note type. But uh, my dad mentioned to me, he said, hey, Ryan, I think we're going to start selling barbecue grills. I said, Dad, we're a tractor salvage company. What the heck do we know about barbecue grills? Well, I got seven of them on my back porch, and you put yourself through college cooking. I was like, true. So we started carrying a line. And by the time I got back to the office, my dad had bought a semi-load. And we started pushing that product, and we ended up with six states we covered, and as things progress and we got larger, they got larger, the company that we were with, they got, started going a different route. We started going a different route. We were more about loyalty. And so in 2011 is when we started Smoking Brothers. And we went back to our dealers and told them what we're doing. We're not going to set up dealers on top of dealers. We're going to be back to you and help you support us and we'll support you. And so we went back to that type of style of setting up dealerships. And then Smoking Brothers has just grown over the years since that. Even though we were a competition team to start out with, Wives made us choose real quick. Okay, you guys are either going to build grills or compete, not do both. Because we had no time for them. They weren't happy. <laughs> well, I mean, I know how that is now. Uh, I mean, I used to run those 30 and 40 contests a year. And not like that anymore, is it, honey? No. <laughs> can't do that when you have kids either. No. It changes a lot. Definitely. Well, so going on, y'all started building grills, and mm -hmm. these pellet grills are incredible, well-built, well-designed, very functional, and I'm going to throw the word not basic in there, but just it, it does what you need it to do. Exactly. And when, it does it correctly. When we focused on our grills, what we wanted, we wanted quality of build and a quality of cook. We wanted that food coming off that grill to be perfect. And, and all you guys have to worry about is your seasonings and rubs. So, I think I got that covered, I hope. I, I think you do. <laughs> well, so tell us a little bit more about the event in Cape and how it works with the first responders and the whole goal of it. Yeah, so what, what was great about that is we were always, over the years, we were always thinking, you know, it would be great to just take the weather out of the barbecue contest. And, uh, and we just kept on kicking around and we did home shows with the local venue that we were at. And I mentioned it to him, what we were thinking about it. He goes, I think we can do this. So I think we can too. Um, and so basically what we did, we brought in 40 grills, put them inside their event center, turned them all on. And we got the green light from the fire marshal said, yep, you guys can have this event. And that's how it started because we wanted to take the weather out of the event. And we're all sitting around in January, not doing anything. Well, some of us, a lot of us are still working, but, <laughs> but that was it is bring everyone together in January and have a good time. And anytime you have an event like that, 
I always look at ways to help the community um, because to one, the community is what's going to support it. So why not pick somebody that is going to help support that community? And that's where we came in with the first responders. And that first year, we only had four coaches. We didn't have the amount of coaches we had this year. And so what we did with that was we set up a, a barbecue personality to go with a team of first responders or veterans. And what their job was, they were basically going to use them as their barbecue team. And, for example, he tell them what to do, how to cook and everything. Just use them. You talk. You don't worry about cooking. You just show them what to do. And it, it caught fire. And uh, you got involved two years ago. Um, many thanks to Bob Gonzalez on that because he, he saw my vision and what we were wanting to do because we ended up putting three contests into one. And the one that's closest to my heart is the one that you guys were involved with, which was the Heroes Cup. Well, it's, it's to me, you know, my dad was a first responder. He was a volunteer fireman. And you probably heard me say that the other day on the stage. Yeah. And I don't know if you knew that before, but he was a volunteer fireman. He was an EMT that he had, you know, before. And uh, then he became a sheriff deputy. And uh, then later on, he was elected coroner. And he served as coroner for 17 years. So he was a first responder for a large part of my life, uh, you know. And so being able to go and give back. And what I really like about the event, you're not focusing on just one set of first responders. No. You're hitting nurses. You're hitting firefighters. You're hitting uh, veterans, uh, Army and Marine, Marine veterans, yeah. uh, police officers. I mean, and so to me, I, I think that, that this this could be just so crazy wild because we know how competitive a lot of the first responders are against one another, <laughs> especially firefighters and police officers. Well, and yeah. military, too. Uh, yeah, like the military. The so I'm really anxious to see how this thing grows over the next few years because it's uh, – I just like being involved with some kind of, I guess, culinary uh, contest. And this is a way that it's not your basic barbecue contest, and it's also raising money for great causes, for different charities. That's it, what's great. Exactly, because we let the first responders choose one of their chari uh, charities, and then we bring back Badges Give Back, which is our local charity that helps out first responder families and stuff when they fall down on hard times or something happens. They step in, and they've been with me f since the start four years ago with us. And uh, But you talk about, like, giving back and having fun cooking with culinary. The best thing about this is the public. The public's the, the voter. I mean, they're the judge. They're the judge and jury on this. Well, I tell everybody, I want to get my hands in the product of the public, the people using it every day. I mean, the comp guys are great, and but they only cook on Saturdays, the majority of them. <laughs> I want the, the mom and the pops that cook seven days a week for their family at home. That's what I'm looking for. That's that's exactly what I'm looking for with my barbecue grills. So, so this year we were very fortunate enough to be paired with the uh, nurses team, and so kind of tell us a little, tell everybody how it kind of works the event on Friday. Y'all do a Calcutta auction off teams. Yep, and uh, with that, that's whenever we draw the teams up, and I've had some ideas on that because I think with the amount of planning you guys do in that short amount of time, it would help to give you guys a little bit more time with that. So that's already on the agenda for next year how to do that. But the what we do is we pick out the teams and like the nurses, the ones that you were talking about are nurses that worked with my wife over the years. And I called Lori up. I said, hey, you think you can get a team together? And this was about this. This is her third year doing it with her team. And she's, oh, yeah, I can get this. We can sell a lot of stuff and we can raise a lot of money. And she they are go getters. And they uh, work now. 
Oh gosh, they they are phenomenal when it comes because even when the, the event was done, they asked Brian, "Do you need help with anything? Do you want? Do you need help breaking down?" I was like, "You guys busted your butt today." I, <laughs> I will say that I've worked uh, around a lot of people in a team atmosphere. I showed those ladies one time what to do, and I didn't have to go back and worry about what they were doing or what they were working on or anything. They were on it because they're nurses. <laughs> <laughs> Something you, you know have about. to learn something, <laughs> well, and you issue. have to What's do it the right excuse? way. I'm a nurse. As well. I, I don't work as issue? one yeah. now, okay. but that doesn't. <laughs> once a nurse, <laughs> always a nurse, in my opinion. But always, you are a nurse, baby. You are. And, and so, with the first responders, Friday night was we had barbecue teams come in from all over the nation as well. We had a hundred entries into that into that into that pot last year, and they put in a video and their and how they were judged was by video and their skill level and how far they away from Cape Girardeau. Um, and if they'd been in the event before, because one, this event is about uniqueness to where we want new people seeing it all the time. So we don't want repeat, uh, teams to say, because we want them to turn around and go back to their team and they, we want them to come back and bring another team from their area and really help spread the word about how much fun this event actually is. So the barbecue team are cooking up a bunch of, they, they have a limited menu as well, and they're cooking up for the public as well. They have their own contest. And then we brought in the SCA, the State Cook-Off Association. Um, I pitched this idea to Brett about it, and I told him what we were doing. He goes, wait a minute, you want to do state cook-offs indoors with grills? I said, yeah. One, one, one little side note, one rule, we're using mine. We're using Smoking Brothers. And each year we've modified the grill that the SCAs have been cooking on. This year they cooked on a brand-new grill called the Inferno. Um, it's a high-temp pellet grill cooker, which is – People will say, you know, those two don't belong in the same sentence, but we've got it, and we've got it figured out. And so then you got the SCA running. And so you have three events going on in one place. And the public comes in at 10, 10 a.m., starts walking in. They can sample everything with the exception of the state because it's a sanctioned event. You can't serve the public with it being a sanction. But we set up, we listen to them. We set up the Smoking Brothers experience with the with Marty Plute and Twisted Steel and the MW Smoker guys. Um, and we had a booth set up that were doing steaks and cooking steaks SCA style so that the public could also experience what those steaks were like. Well, I mean, that's always good to do that. I mean, I, I how much money was raised this year? There's a oh, good question. Well, we, we were able to raise, with everything all put together, we were able to raise around $14,000, which that's was great. awesome. And for, for a six-hour event, and and it was basically done upon tips. That's phenomenal. All right. So now we got a personal challenge. You know what that is, right? We got to double it next year. Yes, we do. We got to figure out how to double it. So I have a question. So I know that each team, like you said, kind of can pick their charity or mm -hmm. whatever. So do they have to win the competition for that money to go, or even no, no matter what they collect that? A portion of it still goes even if they don't win the whole yeah. thing so, correct so the way the way that it works out the boot the tip the boot type style the way we do it half the money raised in that booth mm -hmm. goes to the first responders and the veterans that are cooking in that booth with that team and then the other half goes towards badges give back okay. because you saw a lot of volunteers with badges give back shirts on walking around mm -hmm. asking do you guys need water do you right. guys need this and they they are the backbone that helps me because we're a small business as well. I don't have the hundred employees that 
other companies may have that right. try to put on events like this. And so we, we tapped into them four years ago and they loved the event and they helped us hand out the meat. They helped us with a lot of different aspects of it. Um, we brought a new technology to it this year where we had a QR code scan that for all the barbecue teams, you, you scan that and then you can put in the notes for each team and then turn around, hit submit, which team you wanted to vote for. And then what that does, it gives us, Judge, not judges comments i mean not what i mean we've all had a few comments on our <laughs> comment cards over the years but it gives us something to give back to the barbecue teams as well so then they can read it and see what the public said oh, wow that's great well so every year y'all give out a whole case of pork tenderloins to us yeah a case of boneless skinless chicken thighs this year we got what four or five flank steaks as well. I think you ended up with you ended up with like twenty pounds worth of flank steaks. Twenty pounds worth of flank steaks, and then about what ten or fifteen pounds of ground pork. Yeah, fifteen pounds of ground pork. I mean, I thought the ground pork was a great idea. <laughs> I mean, we made meatballs out of it, uh, and that turned out very. They were well. very good. They they were tasty. I mean, very well. Yeah. Um, are y'all going to continue on with those types of proteins? We probably will. And the other thing I like thinking about that is Esner's Custom Butchering Shop is the, our local butcher that was helping us out that this year. And the, the reason why the sausage got put in there, she was like, you know, I saw a lot of people uh, the, last year, someone brought a grinder, a meat grinder, and they ground up some all their trimmings and made type of meatballs. She's like, why do we want them to work that hard? Why don't we just give them a bunch of our ground, homegrown ground sausage? Yeah. And that's what how that ended up. I mean, that's what I'm always looking for is partners that can help us think outside of the box and make it better for you guys as well to help coach and, and bring more people to the booth. Well, that's what it's all about. I mean, raising more, raising more money. Yeah. I mean, and so that, that's, I definitely have come back and I've every year after your event, I've made notes of what I want to do different. And, you know, a uh, year before last we come in and we were lucky enough to win it. And, you know, we were paired with the SEMO vets last year and this yeah. year we were, uh, the ladies' team name was what smoking, smoking, smoking thighs, thighs and saving, saving lives. lives. Yep, uh, which is very fitting for those young ladies. Um, <laughs> they all had such a great attitude, and which was so wild about it. I guess their husbands, the majority of their husbands, were all huge fans of all of ours and yeah. watches all of our YouTube videos and podcasts. And so it was even great that they worked with us, but their husbands were the true fans, and some of their husbands wouldn't even. Like, they would speak, but they were very shy and very timid about it. it. It was funny because when the event started, or as we're planning for everything this year, and we went out to dinner with Lori and her, her husband, she's like, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to ask for much, but I want to be paired with Heath Riles this year. <laughs> I'm like, that's asking a lot. <laughs> I said, and I told Lori, I said, Lori, I said, it doesn't matter. I said, you, you realize that this is all drawn out of a hat, so it's just a luck of a draw. <laughs> And so it worked out great that that's what ended up happening because it made us all look good. <laughs> yeah, they, they done real well. And, you know, we I invited also Jake Fullington down with us, yeah. who is a, a TikTok star in his own light. Mm -hmm. uh, great, great guy. I mean, we met over the Internet and have hung out several times now. He come to Memphis in May last year, and uh, he's a paramedic. He's a uh, Himself and yeah. firefighter. And so when I asked him to come, I said, hey, man, would you would you love to come up and help, you know, for this event? And he's like, hell, yeah, I'm down. And he had a blast. And so he's already said he's in for next year. That's awesome. Um, I, I mean, mean, the team you bring with you was – and, like, whenever I saw him walk in the door, I was like, how did, how did he get Jake to come up? Because one of my good friends that 
loves following you guys, uh, one of Ronnie Debold's friends, he told me, he says, dude, how did you get Jake here? I said, that wasn't me. That was Heath. <laughs> I mean, Jake's just a great guy. He, he really is. I mean, and then, uh, you know, uh, he winded up having to carry Brian Wynn and Brian Cox's or Cox's suitcase. He left his suitcase and bag in the lobby, and they got an hour and a half down the road, and he realized his suitcase uh, was in the lobby of the hotel. I think Cox is pretty lucky that his head's attached. <laughs> well, I'd say it about uh, one of our guys. You know, he says he had a migraine. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Mitchell, migraine team. Mitchell. We got what we gonna call it? Migraine snake Mitchell. Eyes. <laughs> so, snake but, uh, I don't understand how you really have a migraine when you start drinking at <laughs> eight thirty in the morning, stag beer, <laughs> to go to like two a.m. You know, IPAs to craft beers, and then you get on bourbon. Well, it was probably the mixer. It was probably either the Seven Up or the or the splash of uh, of water or something that was with that. Maybe. Well, he probably he, drank something with red dye. That I know triggered that he, a migraine. I know he something. personally for two days had a six hundred dollar bar tab each day, twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> he was uh, he was right. Yes. He tried to pull a Heath. He tried to pull a you know two thousand five. <laughs> I don't know what he was he doing. Did. It was. Uh, we still laughing about it today on messages, right? Going back and forth. Migraine Mitchell. <laughs> Migraine Mitchell. I'll have to call him next time I see him that. He's in the middle of a midlife crisis right now. Stop. He's looking for a Did Corvette you see his Crocs? <laughs> I, I did. I, I was like, I don't know how you're going to wear those all day. He rolled the dice with them. So oh, we're just all picking on our buddy here, Mitchell. <laughs> He's, he bought a set of Crocs that have dice on them. Snake eyes. And so snake eyes. And so we started calling him snake eyes. And it was just. Who started that, Austin? I don't or remember. You? I don't but know. It, it, it was, was just a great time. We pick on each other and have so much good, clean fun. But it, it, we had such a great time in Cape Girardeau. Well, and that's what it's about. When it when it's all said and done, because I, I have a lot of friends that ask me, it's like, you know, I didn't get a chance to come to your event. Or, or I saw it looked like it was a good time. I said, it was. I, I said, mean. Everyone in that building had fun. And that was the goal. Well, we were him hauling around, and last year we come on a, on a Friday morning and got there, you know. And this year, you know, it kind of got down to the couple weeks before, and I'm like, I think I'm going to leave on a Thursday. And I'm just about saying now, I'll always leave on a Thursday to be there for Friday morning. Well, I just it just it's so much better being prepared, and and you know, like it give us some time to think about the menu when you told me what it was, and I'm yeah. glad to hear y'all going to make some minor changes to some of the. Well, we got to help you guys out too, and that's the only way events grow. If you listen to the people that are participating in it and helping you out make the event, then it's going to grow because you get everyone's ideas. And you, some of them may not work, but at least you get you got to be open for it. Well, and and I agree. And for me, it's about what idea that we can come up with to raise more money than we did previously. And so I'm mm-hmm. just trying to think outside of the box of what we can do. And and for us personally, we go up and we bring about 50 cases of barbecue rub with us. Tell her secret. And, and well, we do. We, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest. And we, you know, when you when you try our food and you make a donation, we we throw you a rub. Yeah. And you know, it's good for us, and it's good for we we give back to the public. I mean, that, that's what we want to do. I mean, I, I want people to try the food that the team has, but also to be able to come to these events and help raise that type of money like that to give back to badges, give back, and the first responders that whatever charity they chose and, mm-hmm. and everybody's individual charity was impacted in some small way. That's good to know that it was not all just for one charity. Yeah. You got to spread the wealth. I mean, if you can, and I agree, and, cause then it keeps people excited and it keeps people wanting to come back. And the, one of the, the best part about the whole weekend to me was that next morning. Cause I knew we had a lot of food left over. Um, it, because 
the, the other thing that's bad, whenever you don't have enough food, people talk about that. So my goal is never to run out of food. Um, and so I knew we were going to have some leftover and we had a cold front coming in, um, that week and the local Salvation Army was going to open up their gymnasium and their places for people to stay. I went by there that morning and I, and I walked in and then, and I said, do you guys accept food from outside places? And they're like, well, no, we don't typically. I said, well, let me tell you what we did yesterday. And I told them about all the barbecuers and all the coaches coming in together and how much food we had left over. And I said, would that be something that would be of use? So I tell you what, the people that make this decision are in a meeting right now. Go and talk to them. I was like, all right. Went in there, knocked on the door. And they're all sitting around with sale bills of local grocery stores and stuff. And I, and I told them, I said, do you guys need food for this week? I've got a trailer full of food that's all been prepared. It's going to be some of the best barbecue you ever ate in your life. And um, it's yours if you want it. And they're like, oh, my gosh, that's a blessing we've been waiting for. So they got excited. And, and we were able to help them. Well, that's yeah. awesome. I mean, it really is. Uh, and for it being the fourth year of the event of the event that you've held, it's grown every year. And I know this year the participation, the we were down a couple hundred people, you said, as yeah. far as coming through the door. but. We were also right in the middle of a blizzard. Well, I was about to say, yeah, weather, weather impacted was, a lot yeah, of weather people that were supposed to come that didn't make it, I think. And then, Flights you know, had canceled. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Bob had to drive um, yeah. to get there. But um, And then even when we got home, we barely beat the weather. You know, Yeah, because you guys had a bad spot of weather last week, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. Uh, we, last week was terrible here. <laughs> I mean, terrible. I was... So do y'all have plans now to, I know you had mentioned previously that once you kind of got this model where you kind of wanted it, you want to be able to take this to different cities and let different groups of first responders and firefighters, policemen be parts of this. It's definitely have potential for legs and I would love to see it grow to that extent, but it's got to grow with right people is the way I look at it because not everyone has hearts like you and I do when it comes to the first responders and, um, but I'm, I'm like you where this, this event is great for our community. Why not? Let's take it to other communities where it can be great for their communities as well. Yeah. Um, and, well, we happen to know um, he's the CFO of the Lander Center. It would be the Lander Center here. And he has an office right up in the Strip. So I've been uh, waiting to talk to you, and then I'm going to speak with him. But I would love to see some kind of event here in DeSoto County where we live. There's so many big barbecue names here. Uh, got a few you know yeah it's a few it's really not in memphis everybody kind of lives in desoto county the big dc is what i like to say but it it would be nice especially because we have some officers that cook with us yeah uh some i kind of stumbled on that yeah we we have a lot of friends locally that are yeah and firefighters i mean and nurses i mean you know nurses veterans it would be cool to see uh i guess you could say the people that we know kind of have culinary uh it would be really cool to raise some money for some good charities around here too. Well, and like you were saying earlier, it's like like-minded individuals. When you surround yourself with those, you can make things like that happen. That's right. And and that's what I was on the way down here. I was thinking, I was like, I know I'm going to need to have a, a talk with Heath about this because in the few times that we've actually had one-on-one talks and I can tell you're ready to grow on things. You're ready to see things. You see potential and you don't mind helping. Well, if I'm if I go to something one time and I, I don't I I hate to stick my foot in my mouth and say if I don't go back, um, you know sometimes unforeseen circumstance that I couldn't get to go back the next year, but if I find an event that I like, I go every year. 
And yeah. I try to improve on that event no matter what, especially on a fundraising event. I don't never – I hate going into something blindly and trying to be successful with it, especially when it's raising money for an organization. Yeah, I want to try to do the best that I can do uh, if I'm going to be a volunteer for it. Yeah, so, I mean, and, and to tell you how we've grown, the first year I, I only was able to give them a check of $2,000 for helping me. So, I mean, we have grown and our community has gotten behind us and people like you coming in and helping us. I mean, that's where I'm starting to see the potential. And, and like you said, it, can, it, it has legs. It's not a contest where it's just where it has to stay in one place. But uh, it does need to be inside, though, because I think that creates a whole different atmosphere. I agree with you 100%. It definitely needs to be uh, on the inside. And doing it during the winter months gives teams kind of something to look forward to. Um, And and I'll go ahead and say it on the podcast. I was thinking if you kind of paired the coaches and teams up in advance, they could start pre-raising money before they got there. Yep. And that's an opportunity that might be bigger than the Calcutta auction off the teams, or you could still auction off the teams on that Saturday of who you think that's might win. We were, I mean, it's amazing so. how were you in my notebook at some <laughs> point last night? Or <laughs> hey, believe me, I've sat around. We talked about it all the way back uh, because I like I say I just want to have an impact on how to up the ante again. Well, and we were even talking about like moving the Calcutta to a Saturday and getting the the teams paired up, say before Christmas. And so, or possibly even Thanksgiving. Yeah. Because then you got your Giving Tuesday that comes up. Well, you got firefighters that can go out and raise money. You got police mm-hmm. officers that can go out and raise money. So each group can go out and raise money on their own and the pitmasters in different places. I mean, but like the, we're going to this event. This is what we're doing, guys. What do you think about? And that's then, right. uh, and, and just going back social media wise, there's so many things we could have done earlier, like given a list to people, some direct, some direction on what to put on their, on their social media pages since they are coming so that people are aware of what the event's actually for. Yeah, that's right. Well, I can't, um, myself personally, I don't said it enough, but <laughs> I'm glad that we're involved with it. I just really, I really like it. So how it's going. I well, appreciate that. Yeah. I'm glad I got to go this year. I, I missed it last year. So, which was Heath's first year. You said this was the fourth year though. Yeah, this so. is the fourth year. We took one year off. So technically it'd been the fifth year that it's been gotcha. around, but we had to take one year off, uh, due to something that came up with, uh, nationwide. But <laughs> <laughs> so you said when you started, you had four coaches. When we started, we only had four coaches. And, and what did and, you have this year? And this year we had eight, but so you guys cool. brought teams with you. Basically, yeah. you, each person brought at least one other person with them. Right. I um, mean, you, you said how Bob Bob was motivated. It was his second year being there as well. Mm-hmm. And his daughter motivated him to jump in the truck and drive. And that was a 14-hour drive, if I think I remember correctly. I so. Well, and Bob and Mo work so well together. Yes. I mean, they make sense. They do classes together. I yeah. Mean, to be paired up. Bob um, and Mo show was, was on point. Now, <laughs> if we get a knife in Myron's hand. <laughs> he might be all right. I think he put everything off on Michael, didn't he? Michael and David held the reins on their in their booth, and uh, but uh, at the same time, I mean, Myron did a good job explaining the hog that Matt oh, Matt yeah. Griner was cooking. And last two years two years ago, we keep talking about your first time there. That was the first time uh, Matt Griner was there as well. Matt cooks great hog on a pellet Oh my gosh, it was <laughs> phenomenal. I was like, man, you need to teach us. Well, just come on up North Carolina, and I'll teach you. And I was like. Oh, in my spare time, I'll get up there. <laughs> yeah, you have about as much spare time as I do, Ryan. Not very much. Yeah. Um, you know, personally, what does it mean to you to be able to give back 
to this organization or for this event to become as successful as it has become? It, it, it's one of those things that whenever I look at it, and because you can do all, all the work you want to do in life, but if you don't affect another person, were you successful? And I look at it to where we're affecting a lot of people's lives with this event. And we started a, a toy drive years ago called Happy Slapwitz Toy Bash. And it was on a whim. We, we were having a Christmas party, and we, we got tired of people coming to our Christmas party and just drinking our beer and eating our food and leaving. I said, let's make them bring a toy. We've actually discussed you know we that have discussed for that our, about party our that we do, party, but we haven't yeah, done about it yet. doing the same thing. And maybe we could, we should do. Well, that. I I'll we've give just, you it, we've we've been doing that event. This year was our twenty first year doing it. Oh wow! And it's in our local community. We get all the downtown. You've been to downtown Cape. We get all the bars, all the restaurants involved in it. One night a year, we sit there and we put a a, a cover charge on all the bars. And then all that money goes towards buying toys to take to the Marines Toys for Tots program mm-hmm. that is run by the Marine Corps League that was on the, the Bob and Bob Morales. and Mo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's something else. She is. <laughs> that girl's got a mouth on her. She's very vocal. <laughs> yes. Very vocal. But but that's what it means to me. And so and this was the first year I've able I was able to have my voice. I've delegated finally enough. And when we sat down with the guy, the MC, I'm sitting there looking around, just seeing everyone having fun and a good time. And then knowing the, the amount of money that we're going to be able to give back, just give back. Because I know they're going to go out and help our community. That's what it means to me. Well, it, it's uh, it's definitely, um, I feel the same, and I'm not even putting on the event. I'm just participating yeah. in it. Well, it takes all of us. And you guys did a hell of a job again this year. Well, it, it's it, everybody worked together as a team, and I think you, you've seen that with everybody. I mean, everybody was so play, playful in their actions of trying to get people to donate for their food and yeah. be out yeah. there shaking hands. I, mean, I and, don't know about the other teams, but our nurses even got to the point where they were carrying around samples, basically, like the around minutes. the event yeah. to try to do – Everything they could. I think everybody was kind of winding down when everybody was sitting at the tables out there, you know. And yeah. The last 30 minutes of it, you know, and everybody pretty much done ate all day long. And our meatballs had just got done good. And so they loaded up platters, and, and they Carried raised them. probably three or $400 just at doing the that. end doing that. Yeah. Oh, my. They, I mean, <laughs> but, well, that was great. You look at each team. Each team kind of had their own little niche, what they mm-hmm. were doing, like the Marines. The Marines put they, – they surrounded the perimeter. They put a couple of their, old, their their guys out on the perimeter and kind of funnel people back in. And then you had the the sheriff, the the Cape County sheriffs that were helping when they were with the Mixon family. And he just – one of theirs just stuck with Matt Griner. Every time he walked up front to check on the hog, he went with them. And, and then he would talk to the tables as they were going back. And so you saw a different – each – each coach and pod of first responders or veterans had their own knack of doing things. And it was nice to see. And it was all working, obviously. Yeah, for sure. Well, Ryan, thank you for coming on today. Uh, it's uh, – I can't wait for the event to happen again myself. I've said that. Uh, I know we've already went into planning mode. And uh, I know off camera, I'm sure me and you are going to have a good in-depth conversation. Uh, yes. about planning but I, I just can't wait to help double down that fourteen thousand. my goal is to help you raise thirty thousand dollars for next year that'd be awesome person that's my personal goal so we'll see how it goes we'll get there i appreciate you guys having me down today thanks yeah. for coming
All right, now after talking to Ryan, we want to get the Smoking Thighs and Saving Lives nurse group we were paired with online here and get their feelings about the event. How are y'all doing today, ladies? Doing good. We're doing good. How are y'all? We're just we making it. Got off a shift. Got off a shift. So do y'all each want to kind of introduce yourself and tell us, you know, what type of nurse you are, how long you've been a nurse? Okay. Um, I'm Andrea Turner. Uh, I've been a nurse for a little bit over 10 years and I'm currently working in the pre-op surgery department. I have a little background in ER, so that's mainly where my passion is, but working with these lovely ladies right now. I'm Lauren Johns. I've been a nurse for about seven years and I'm in pre-op also. And that's the only place I've ever been. I started there. And I'm Laurie Claysmer. And I um, have been a nurse for about eight years. I started on neuro for about oh. five years, and now I'm also pre-op surgery um, with these girls. Well, that's awesome. Well, first off, thank you all for your service to the community and all that. You know, what that. what made y'all get involved with the Wind Pigs Fly event in Cape Girardeau there? We got suckered. <laughs> 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 well, being suckered into it and being asked, how do you guys feel about the event now that you're involved with it? Love it. I think it's awesome. It's nice to find ways that we can get involved in the community and support different charities. Yeah, and then I actually got to experience like both sides and the left here actually just being an attendant at the event than versus actually like being involved and you know, it was a cool singing, like y'all's passion for barbecue. Like we got to put, you know, our hard work into it because it was a long day. And then at the end of it, you know, offering some reward of like being able to go back to the community was cool. It was. Um, is there anything that y'all would have changed or added to the event that we could have done differently, even though we want it? What do you guys think about that? I feel like it was a little confusing to the public what the Heroes Cup portion of the event was. We had to explain it to a lot of people coming in, like they didn't know that there were healthcare teams involved in participating. That's a so good. I think maybe the advertisement of that could have been different. Well, and I know we're yeah. jumping back a little bit, but I don't want to forget we're actually missing one of your teammates. So. If you guys want to say her name, I know she wasn't. It was hard to try to get all four of you on together. So I know we're one down on this podcast. Yeah, I don't know. I know this was like pre-recorded, but she is going to be here in probably about five minutes. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe she'll make an appearance. Yeah. yeah, she might make a little appearance. So we had a little change in schedule. So okay. we're trying to get us all four here. So being being a part of that fundraising group and all that now, you know, and talking to Ryan earlier, we had a we raised a total of fourteen thousand dollars total. The event did. Uh, they were down about a couple hundred attendees from the year before, but we know that was because of the weather. I mean, everybody was canceling it coming in and whatnot there to kind of the very end and all that the weather was having. And I kind of set a personal goal toward him to tell him we need to double that next year to at least twenty eight to thirty. And so now we're going to start coming up with ways to kind of start this fundraising maybe a little early 
maybe pair some teams up with the coaches maybe a couple months in advance. He's talking about that. So he's got some decisions on his plate to make on some of that. So maybe if y'all see him around town, you can poke him a little bit. And we can even be a little more organized than we were this past year. Yeah. Even just the years we've been involved, we've seen it grow every year. And the community come out more, you know, word of mouth, more people know about it. We've raised more money this year than we did last year. So So I was going to ask how many, have you guys been a part of it since the very beginning or how many years have you guys been a part of the this event? This is our third year. Okay. So we missed the first year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But then the, so the second year, Ryan actually reached out and he was like, Laurie, I need a team. Y'all get the nurses together. I need a team. And I was like, what? <laughs> he's like barbecue. So I pictured him sitting around, cracking cocaine, meat smoking, just hanging out. I had no idea what it was going to be, but it turned out to be awesome. So we've done it second, third, and now the fourth year, but we missed out on the first year. So now knowing what it's about, do y'all think y'all could help recruit maybe a, a doctor team or another team from the hospital to get involved? Absolutely. Yeah. I think nurses actually like, you know, really have a spark to get competitive, especially in the different sections of, you know, each hospital. So to like bring that competitiveness to like a good cause to raise money, I think it could easily be done. Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree. So how did you guys come up with your team name, Smoking Thighs and Saving Lives? <laughs> how did we? That was our little we threw a lot of things out there, but referring to barbecue, a lot of it was inappropriate, <laughs> and we didn't even mean to. <laughs> so we we ended up settling on smoking thighs, saving lives. So we incorporated barbecue and saying at the same time. But it was just foot firing ideas. We came up with it. I don't know how we did it. It's so good to catch you. <laughs> So do you guys want to tell us about which charity you guys chose? Because that's kind of how this event works for each group. You get to pick your own charity and part of what is collected goes to the charity of your choice. So do you want to talk about what charity you picked and kind of tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, so we chose one city out of um, Cape Colorado. And it's an organization that helps individuals who are kind of down on their luck um, say they lost their job, didn't graduate high school, um, got wrapped up in addiction, whatever their scenario, whatever their situation. Um, this organization just offers the opportunity to help get them incorporated back into, you know, day-to-day -day living, back into um, just civilization, helps them to figure out Money resources, yeah, resources, all kinds of stuff. How to get a job, how to find a place to lay back on your feet. And they offer a like graduation uh, program or a school. <laughs> <laughs> Our fourth member. Yep. <laughs> well, uh, they volunteers over there. They have classes, and um, Amanda has helped babysit the kids while the women can go to the classes. Well, that's super cool there. So let, let's let's let this fourth member introduce herself now. Hi, I'm Amanda. I just came from the um, school pickup lane. That's why I'm like. 
Well, we didn't talk about much, just about the fun, just about the event itself and kind of what the ladies liked about it and everything like that. Do you want to tell us kind of how or how you, why you like the event and just being a part of it, what it means to you? I really like it because my husband is super into barbecuing, smoking. He has a smoking brother smoker, and I learned a lot from him. And just seeing him get excited about it was fun. And I just think it was kind of hilarious that I'm doing something that he would love to do. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not the one who spent hours and hours of research and trial and error and practice on it all. And I uh, get to do this contest and be in your team and then win it. I just, uh... So you're saying you've been bragging to your husband a little bit? Just a little bit. The husbands were all very jealous <laughs> that we got heat They wanted it to come out that way. Well, I mean, I'm glad that y'all got paired with us because, I mean, when y'all got paired with us, I was like, I'm going to have no problem. My wife is a nurse. I know they'll work. I don't, you know, and I'm not knocking none of the other teams, but when you, you know, I was telling somebody earlier, Ryan earlier, you know, we kind of met, got a little game plan together, what we we're going to do, and then assigned everybody roles and everybody executed, and it worked out great. And a lot of people is are not used to that type of flow and being the type of environment that y'all work in daily. Y'all are used to working as a team and everybody kind of working individually as their own self to produce that team effort. So it was nice working with y'all in that sense. And maybe we're going to get paired up again next year and maybe we can win it again. again. Yeah. They may not want us again. I don't know. (laughs) So, well, I just really appreciate you guys coming on and taking a few minutes to get with us and kind of share your story and, and, um, Y'all got to print some T-shirts. We got to sell some T-shirts. That's where the money's at for y'all, T-shirts. We're in. I mean, I would wear a shirt that said smoking thighs and saving lives. <laughs> I mean, just because that's a good, I mean, that's a good slogan. It really is. It really is. It's a good name, for sure. We'll have to uptick the uh, creative side and uh, get some T-shirts going next year. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I've already got some stuff in the play for next year already. That's how far in advance I already am. So you guys are going to be there for sure next year as far as you, you know, you plan to be. So kind of knowing what, what kind of proteins they give us from year to year, you know, they give us boneless, skinless chicken breast. They give us pork tenderloin. Um, Knowing that, are y'all going to try to practice or put in any effort whatsoever to come up with some more creative recipes maybe to work with for next year? What's y'all's thoughts on that? I've already tried to like redo those meatballs. (laughs) I hey. talked about those meatballs every other day. They were the good. That that was really good with the barbecue sauce on them, and then turn around and doing that, that romulate on top of them. Those meatballs were very yeah. good. Very good. I think that honestly, we we brought it in with with the meatballs at the end. Yeah. So. Hey, well, I told Ryan walking, you know, y'all started walking around and y'all probably made what three or four hundred dollars there at the end walking around. Hey, I told y'all it would work. Just put the food in your hands. That's all you had to do. That is it. Well, ladies, I want to say thank you again for allowing us to be a part of your team at Cape Girardeau. And we're kind of blessed to have won the event with y'all, you know, fundraising. And I'm so glad that, you know, the charity you picked was able to get, you know, some funds. And uh, we were able to help make an impact on the Cape Girardeau community. And um, me personally and, and Candace, I just can't wait to come back next year. And uh, maybe the luck of the draw, we'll get paired with y'all ladies again. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
We're hoping for some good nurses luck on that one. <laughs> That's right. Well, for anybody looking for y'all, always ask us for anybody, and you may want to decline this. I don't want anybody looking for them. Do you want anybody to find you on social media? If so, you can drop your handles now, and they can look for you on social media. But y'all may not want that being the type of work you're in. I don't think any of us are really social media people. Hey, you're nurses <laughs> now, but you might be an internet star before it's over with. You might eventually create a smoking thighs and saving lives Facebook or something. Who knows? Yeah, there you go. You could you could do we that. We clearly need a good audio person. To <laughs> That's right. Well, ladies, thank you again for coming on. I appreciate everything, and um, I hope y'all have a blessed day. And thank you again for everything yeah, y'all do in the community for taking the time to come on. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you We'll see y'all again for another episode of Shooting the Q down the road. Thank you for tuning in to the Shooting the Q podcast. If you have any comments or suggestions for future episodes, please feel free to reach out to us on our social media channels or through our website. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. Leave us a review if you enjoyed the show. Until next time, keep shooting the cue.